Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this extra weekly episode of Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, or what we're calling DBQs. On DBQs, myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor Dane Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello. Are going to be delving into some things that have happened in this week's news. And we're going to do a very special edition, because what we are going to do is trawl through the internet to find what are considered unpopular opinions. Mm. Oh, do you think you've got any unpopular opinions, Dane? Yeah, most of them are, I guess. <laughs> But uh, instead of listening to my unpopular and uh, non-conventional opinions, we're going to be putting our pulse on the collective consciousness of the internet to find out what people consider to be unpopular opinions. And then we will question these opinions right now. Okay, you ready then? Yeah. First one. Beyonce is overrated. Mm. I'm pretty sure you don't agree with that. Don't no, I, I don't agree with it because overrated compared to who? Like, I don't think you can really nick a living. As much as so many people do nick a living and so many people have profited from nepotism and being nepo babies in the music industry, Beyonce has been an active performing artist since about 1995, 1996. Uh, we're now in 2023 and uh, she is still one of the most relevant and prolific artists of her generation. So I find it very hard to uh, say she's overrated. There are artists nowadays who are very successful, but they live in an era of click farms and clickbait where you can very easily manufacture your career a lot in a much easier fashion than Beyonce ever could when she was performing across the 20th and 21st century. Mm. So, you know, don't get me wrong. That song she did for the Austin Powers film was fucking shit. Um, <laughs> What was that called? Work It Out. That was mm. it. That wasn't a great song. But, you know, I guess she didn't have great writers at the time, but when Solange started doing the business for her, Like, this is why she continues to be a prolific artist. And I have to say that the Beyonce visual video album was sublime. So people say that Beyonce is overrated. I say overrated compared to who? And even if Beyonce is overrated, let's not act like we live in a, a society where we do pedestalize and celebrate people for their singing talent. Because if that was the case, India Irie would be a millionaire, a multimillionaire, as would Lauren Hill as would Aretha Franklin still be relevant today, as would, you know. So I think particularly in the UK where we've allowed things like uh, Mr. Blobby to get to number one or <laughs> The Crazy Frog or I'm Blue, maybe we shouldn't really critique other people who at least sing. And that sausage roll band does it every Christmas, doesn't it? It was in the, it was in the fast food rockers as well. <laughs> there's, there's too much shit that happens in uh, mainstream music for people to be worried about Beyonce. So... I don't know how she could be massively overrated and, uh, you know, who you would compare her to to say that she's massively overrated because Beyonce has been doing this since the 90s, since some of you fuckers that use the internet were even born. So, and she was already doing things then. So maybe don't talk about stuff that you didn't know about before you came into this world. If I was trying to justify the phrase, you know, Beyonce being overrated, I, I would, all I would try and find is, 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 I guess, the hits, the list of Beyonce hits compared to some of the most celebrated people in music history, maybe there's not as many, but she's such a complete package as a performer, 
as a you know kind of aesthetic, the aesthetic of Beyonce is so extraordinary that maybe that overrides her music at times, and that and that that would be my one day of saying I, I maybe that, her I, music isn't as important as as the package. I think that is very fair, but I also think that there are people that are fans of Shakira, and Shakira can't sing for a fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. and you can come for me all you want on the internet. I stand by it. If Shakira looked like Susan Boyle, she wouldn't even have a fucking career. No, she sounds like one of the trees in the Lord of the Rings. She well, no. can't sing at all, and it's basically down to aesthetics and her being having an uh, ambivalently racial appearance that you people like her she can't sing for shit and really she should be in jail for tax evasion and, and you know what I, I only recently found out you know who she uh, she was married to Gerard PK. and you know they've broken up yep because she found jam in the house you know this so that, that, that he never likes jam yeah and then she came home from tour or something yep and she found jam and she said you've been cheating on me because there's jam here and he was like yeah yeah I've been cheating behind your back not just because of the, I get to have jam. I don't know why, it's just a weird, the jam thing became a big bit in the news. Well, some things are not condiment to be. Oh, no, kill and yourself. And that's all. Thanks kill very much yourself. for coming to DBQ. Baptiste is overrated. That's what's going on here. Uh, pineapple on pizza is okay, is the next opinion. I'm staunchly against that as a thing. But Dane, where do you stand on pineapple? I am vehemently opposed to pineapple being on pizza. And uh, also I oppose the fact that it's called a Hawaiian when pizza is not Hawaiian in the first place. Mm. And if you put ham into a fruit salad, you don't call that a fucking Hawaiian, do you? No. So, no, pineapple does not belong on pizza. But I guess at the same time, you know, I am all for uh, freedom of speech. And uh, I guess I'm quite liberal. So whatever you put on your pizza to make it taste better in a time of economic crisis and global starvation, you do whatever it takes. But me, myself, I think if we're going to start putting pineapple on pizza... Why stop there? Why not start adding other fruits? Kiwis, melons. And before you know it, it's a fucking dessert. So mm. I don't really see what uh, commonality pineapple shares with uh, pizza. And I feel like it's part of, like, you know, when people started uh, drinking cider outdoors, oh, yeah, yeah. when middle class people started drinking cider outdoors. Before, only poor people drank cider in parks. And then middle class people started drinking it. Right. And they started drinking, like, uh, strawberry and lime ciders sure. and passion fruit ciders. Sure. And beer's done the same, right? Yeah. Craft beer's now got, you This know. is it. But the only difference is, though, is that, like, I thought cider was fermented like apple and pear, whereas why are we fermenting strawberry and lime and saying that's cider? That's just an alcohol pop. Mm. And the reason they did that was just because it was cheaper to import cider than other alcohol. So they were just trying to get cheaper right, right, um, excise right. duties, and then they remarketed it. In the same way, people may or may not know that uh, lobster is as abundant as fuck and is actually uh, more than a bottom feeder, like... Prawns, uh, lobsters, and other langoustines, other types of shellfish. Yeah. They're basically like sea insects. Yeah, yeah. But because they are pink when they're cooked, we don't really think about them that way. Mm. But lobster was actually relatively inexpensive, but then was marketed as being a premium uh, foodstuff yeah. uh, in order to drive that particular industry. And, and we treat like lobsters same. like shit, man. Like, do you ever see you go past the restaurant and you're like, look at what we're doing to that? Just, just like rounding people up and putting them in a bucket. Yeah. And then on and then, display. And then they said, oh, don't worry, they can't feel pain. Mm. That sound you hear, that's just air escaping from it. That's what screaming is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> air leaving your fucking body. That's yeah. how sound is created. So don't, don't worry about their screams. They're just um they're just screams. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just air coming out of his body. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how screams mm. work. Yeah, yeah. It's air leaving your body. But um yeah, I just think that pine the pi- pineapple lobbyists mm. are just trying to continue sales of pineapple. I just think and you've heard me talk about this before, the pizza people, your dominoes, your huts, your 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 Johns. You know, who would I say a big shout out to Papa John's because you're a racist? Go fuck yourself. And they uh, basically had a great product. Hey, we've got pizza. 
It's got cheese, it's got tomato, and it's got some toppings. And then they ran out of fucking options. Mm-hmm. So that's why you ended up with a double, do you remember the double decadence thing where it was a pizza on top of a pizza, basically? I kind of dropped back from those uh, pizza chains by then. I do remember, I mean, I was already suspicious from stuffed crust. Stuffed crust, big deal. That was weird. And then they started putting meat inside of the stuffed crust as well. Yeah. Where, where, where'd you end up? Pizza stuffed crust? It's not, it's food, a pizza. It's not food anymore. Yeah, when you, when you put a whole pizza in the fucking crust. How about that? Pretty much. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the point we're getting to. And then, yeah, so basically it's a pizza that's got like a hot dog crust. It's, that is absolutely yeah. disgusting. But Can we just, I just think we just need to go back to the basics. Let's get a nice bit of dough. You get your tomato and cheese. But yeah. I just feel like, I guess because pizza is a relatively uh, inexpensive and uh, easy thing to make as it exists in the West, mm. uh, due to global influence, they just kind of move things around and all this. say to make that, it but every time I've ever ordered Pizza Hut or Domino's, it's fucking expensive. It's not cheap. McDonald's is a cheap meal, right? As in, in, in a general. I was talking about like student pizzas and like, you know, right, right, those, yeah, kind of, yeah. those kind of like, you know, the pizza places you get like, like just basically are called yeah. FC based on what borough they're in. Yeah. So TFC do their pizza. Yeah. And yeah. then like WG FC will be Woodgreen um, fried chicken. And then yeah, they, do, yeah. they always have a pizza oven as and well. And it's just inches. There's no real variation, just inches and, and how much it costs. Yeah. yeah. My uni, I think it was like £5 for a 12 yeah, inch. Yeah, yeah. And so. Yeah. I think I ate myself into lactose intolerance. Right, right. Yeah. My body was like, nah, you can't keep doing this. That but is... Have you ever tried. Hawaii. You've tried a Hawaiian pizza. No. Right. Yeah, it is weird. I'm not a ham fan, number one. Right, and then okay. like I said, it's weird. Like I've I've no, when you say I've tried, I've tried without my own yeah. gas, gastric consent. And I've eaten it and been like, oh my god, someone's trying to poison me. Yeah, yeah. Or there's like a squid on my pizza <laughs> and it turns out to be a pizza. I would just pineapple. say that I just think it is a yeah, like you know, it's sweet and sour. They're, they're trying I, look, I I would say that generally pineapple on pizza is not okay. No fruit other than the tomato is okay. Yeah. Tomato is already the trans vegetable of the fruit world that is living a different truth alongside other savory products. Just let sh- tomato live its truth. Yeah. Maybe you should focus on the fact that we have tomato shortages, which is a big part of, you know, putting a piece together and stop worrying about pineapple, whoever you are. Yeah. That being said, you are entitled to live how you choose to live, but understand that the rest of us, we are shaking our heads. You can also ride a bicycle without your hands if you want to. Doesn't make it a good fucking idea. So say if Chris Rock. We'll be back after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back to the show. 
Okay, here's one that I often think about, uh, and it, it probably is an unpopular opinion, or, or it's just just the dangerous thing to say, uh, just depending on how you feel. Uh, why don't we eat pets? Um, why don't we eat our like, as in like you know like dogs and cats? Like we eat all these animals. You know the what's the what's eat. the opinion, Howard? Are you saying <laughs> you have to you have to have an opinion, yeah. Howard? Maybe You're we should eat our, maybe we should eat our pets. Maybe we should eat our pets. I mean, they, you love them. They look delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a popular this is not I mean you, you can see what I'm getting you kind of wonder why I get it again Howard, but the know. thing is I think it's all a question of subjectivity mm. one person's plate is another person's pet yeah. because some people have pet have lamb as a pet some people have a baby as lamb yeah, as a pet yeah. pigs, some people have chicken like as a, a nice pet, pet. micro pig as a pet so you know some people have dogs as pets whereas yeah. is it the uh, Hulan festival in China that's where they they eat dogs. Yeah. So they get of... the dog, they get the dogs there, and some of these dogs, have, some people have rescue dogs out. So I think it's down to subjectivity. Some people have pet cows, yeah. and pet sheep. It just really comes down to the fact that how useful that per, that uh, pet is, and what we decide to eat. So you know, I don't know. In your as an opinion, if you're, are you taking that opinion, Howard? That maybe. We well, I'm just pets? thinking. I wonder if people would how the world would change if we started eating dogs. You know, Howard is back from Southeast Asia and is wondering why we don't eat more dog. Yeah, golden lab. You know, golden retriever. You know, golden retriever. Do you know what? It's a big Repackage, dog. Golden retriever actually sounds like a yeah. delicious taster menu that I yeah, would enjoy. Yeah, yeah. If I went to like a nice Pan Asian restaurant, and it was like, would you like to try the golden golden retriever to mm. t- a tasting menu? I'd be like, yeah, that sounds okay. <laughs> but Ke- I, I think Ke- kebab brador. Kebab, kebab brador. Yeah. Like a, a, lab, a lab kebab. <laughs> I could definitely, uh, I could definitely see people eating a lab kebab. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But at the same time, it's like we look at some animals as vermin, and mm. some people look at them as pets because you've got rats, but you know, have you like fancy rats? So essentially, it's really just down to the subjectivity of humanity mm. and how they're feeling at the time. Sometimes they'll be like, "Yeah, save the whales." Other times, people are like, "I could definitely use a whale burger right now." <laughs> it just depends on who people are yeah. and uh, what people decide at the time. Because for me, I don't want any business with insects because an insect can't be your pet either. Mm. I personally, I guess for me, Howard. I a pet for me. You don't really like pets, that. But you have never. You I've have never a had pet. a pet. Yeah, yeah. But that's not. But I was not raised in a culture with pets. But I'm more used Could to be the a idea lot of, of fun now. to make that happen. By the way, listeners. I uh, mean, you're looking that, for a hobby. You for... say that, but if you force your pet on me, you may have a problem because I. No, been, I mean, we buy you a pet and see what happens. Your pet will be given back, so you better give it to me with a receipt because. My thing is this with pets. I uh, but think, even if I made you look after a pet for a week, you couldn't make me look after a pet. <laughs> In the same way that people have, I've been to people's houses and they've gone, "Here, Dane, hold my guinea pig," and I've been like, "I don't really like guinea pigs." And they've been like, "Just hold it for a bit," and they've put, the, and I've been like, "Nope," and they've given me the guinea pig, and that guinea pig falls on the floor. Yeah. If I say no, the answer is no. It's like babies. Yeah, I don't. Well, the, this is the thing with a baby. At least at some point with a baby, if you show a baby a certain level of positive reinforcement. At some point, that baby is able to reciprocate. So either by saying they love you back mm. or being able to say your name or smiling when you arrive. A lizard cannot smile at me when I walk into a room. And for me, it means it's not necessarily that conscious of my input into its life. And that is fine because mm. we are from two different biomes and two ecosystems. So never the twain shall meet. I respect yours. You respect mine. Well, That's how I feel about question. pets. A pet should be something that if I look at it, it fucking mm. recognises me. Well, Whereas dogs, if I have a fish... dog would recognise you. A dog could recognise me. But see, I feel like the way that we even do dogs in the world as a, pr- a practice is also quite it's dodgy. Fucked. Yeah, it's I, could only, I could only have like maybe a rescue dog. A dog... Because I think breeding... And it's strange that a lot of people who consider themselves to be liberal and care about animals are very focused on breeding, even mm. though they know the process of breeding reduces the biodiversity of dogs because dogs are a species. The species is canine. These are all just breeds. And breeds, I think, is a very questionable Eurocentric practice of taking aesthetics that people prefer at the expense of the lifespan and the well-being of the dog. 
Yeah, it's gross. British Bulldogs, for example, are supposed to be a symbol of Britishness. That dog is so inbred, it can barely replicate or even procreate without the help of a vet. That's how <laughs> fucked they are. You know how, if you saw the human equivalent of a bulldog, something that's been inbred through years and years and basically is collapsing under the weight of its own fat and can't even breathe because its face is so squashed, that, like, social services would take your child away. <laughs> but we're absolutely fine to do that to our pets. Yeah. And I really feel like, to be quite honest with you, here's my unpopular opinion. I feel like pets are for a lot of people who do not want the responsibility of a child oh, that can definitely. really come back and give them feedback about their upbringing. That's why people <laughs> like having dogs. People like having small dogs like chihuahuas and pugs because those dogs are like babies that can't tell you you're a shit mum or dad. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's my unpopular opinion. I think there's a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> the, the dog, I mean, I'd be, I would love to see you, you know, pop your pet jerry and and just see what you're like for a month with a dog i always wonder if you'd enjoy a cat because actually a cat requires less maintenance i think um, i've been around i've been around both of these species and i'm fine with most of them <laughs> because i think like like i said pets are very similar to children they yeah. are normally a reflection of their upbringing and how they're being reared by their owners but then i just feel like you know i would say there are quite a few similarities between pets and children yeah i think In, there, are, there are initially the only yeah. difference is that if a human tells you no mm. you have to concede to that yeah. whereas a pet can't tell you no. yeah my cat's not really going anywhere and uh, you know in terms of its mind uh it's basically yeah. is what it is but i think that's one of the most worrying things about like the practice of domestication of pets is mm. that even though the idea because another unpopular opinion i feel like pets have supplemented uh people who have had to deal with the fact that people have been emancipated from chattel slavery because especially for like people in america I think a lot of liberal people like the idea of having a pet because it's like having a slave because they still have to help you with uh, chores and duties and keep you safe, but they're not able to procreate autonomously and they're not able to leave. And I think if you cannot leave when you want to leave and you cannot replicate yourself or procreate or mm. fall in love and join with someone at your own uh, behest, then are you really free? Because people do stuff like make their pets get married. Pets don't get married. That is a human practice, but we force that upon the animal kingdom which I think is inhumane. And I think that is actually very well, cruel. And we haven't even talked about the big thing. Like, neutering and, and yeah, spaying. Yeah. Exactly. So we are actively involved in controlling their biodiversity and their ability to procreate. Mm. So how free are pets really? So mm. maybe that's it, Howard. Like before it was like, I'm not taking care of something that has to shit inside the house without, without, <sighs> me, without me having to take it outside. But now I'm just like, you know, I, I could definitely, I think obviously years of domestication, I think dogs understand the paradigm as do cats. And in fact, it's cats that try to domesticate us rather than the other way around, which I am cool with. I just don't, this idea that I've got to rob something of its ability to reproduce and I can tell it when it can go and leave. Or if it's a little sick, I have to kill it myself because mm. it's not of no use to me. Like, I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be honest. Yeah. So that's my unpopular opinion on pets. So, Dane, last unpopular opinion potentially of the show is this. Julian Assange is uh, the arbiter of the truth. That is an unpopular opinion. Is that? anyone in particular that holds this. I think that's only an unpopular opinion just due to large media manipulation that he's been uh, portrayed as a traitor and portrayed as an abuser when ironically the reason that all of these charges against his being has come up is because he reported on the human rights abuses and the intentions for annexation of countries and for corrupt foreign policy mm. is uh, the reason why he is currently dealing with all of this legal trouble. Because what I've not heard from his detractors is no, he's not right. 
that's not true. Mm. And I definitely wonder where we would be as a society if we didn't have access to something like WikiLeaks that gave us an insight into some of the more uh, corrupt policies of our uh, leaders and superiors. Um, interestingly enough, after the persecution of Julian Assange began, then we saw the proliferation of terms like fake news mm. and alternate facts. So in the absence of true journalism in the form of Julian Assange and WikiLeaks, we have now seen the rise of populism and populist-controlled uh, mainstream media, which has gotten to the point where now even cisgender heterosexual white men are being like, you can't trust what you see in the news. Well, people have only been seeing that since before I was fucking born, you losers. Mm. So again, you're the last to the party and you guys are slow. Um, but lucky for you, no, you're not all bad because Julian Assange tells the truth. And if you guys are so concerned about free speech and the truth, particularly those of you who can see yourself to be centrist or right wing or alt right, although the alternative of right is left, you fucking idiots, then maybe you should be rallying and galvanizing behind one of the last true noble cisgender heterosexual white men that we know is in the news right now. And maybe you should be campaigning for Julian Assange's release since you're also concerned with the truth. The truth is definitely out there, but none of you seem to care. So I shouldn't be saying this. Maybe a lot of uh, people who claim to be in support of free speech or claim to be libertarians should be supporting uh, Julian Assange. But I don't think he's an arbiter of the truth because everything that he uh, exposed has continued. Mm. Like, you know, annexation of uh, oil-rich countries or political interference, uh, corruption. All of these things have taken place and there's been little to no reprimand of the people involved. Uh, the only thing that seems to be happening is this attempt to silence um, Julian Assange. And he's not the only one. Uh, same thing happened with Edward Snowden. Mm. Same thing's happened with Chelsea Manning. So for me, all of these people that are based in the Northern Hemisphere, people who are uh, identifiers, Europeans and patriots and libertarians and centrists, I've already named three people who have worked diligently to expose the lies told by your government. And yet rather than you guys focusing on them being freed, or their messages or information being disseminated, you guys are still trying to build a fucking wall from someone who created the term alternate facts. Wise words. And, uh, well, that's DBQs this week, right? Yeah. So uh, join us again where we will be discussing the things that happen in the news and also discussing unpopular opinions because at the end of the day, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. A lot of them contain traces of shit and no one's so fast to offer them in prison. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste and myself, Howard Cohen. For more from Dane and myself, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Dane Snaptiste and at the Howard Cohen. You can now support us on Patreon. Just search DBQE Podcast and unlock ad-free content and you can watch the full-length video of the podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question for Dane, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram at DBQE Podcast and we could feature you in our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Insanity Group.